I was reading this article about this lady who identifies as a dragon and uh, like is trying to transform herself slowly into a dragon through cosmetic surgeries. She's like really scary looking. That's maybe that's mean. Um, people who want to transform themselves into something other than a human, um, they're they're beyond worrying about whether they're scary or pretty, you know. Oh yeah, they're the the alien guy, you know. You've you've seen <laughs> a number of these heavy uh-huh. body modification guys. Have you seen the girls that try to turn themselves into Barbie dolls? Yeah, that too. Huh. Um, talking about turning into a dragon, though. Have you seen this website with an AI game master? Oh. You type in what you want, and it's I've I only spent like a half hour on it, but it's really funny because you can just take advantage of the GM because it's an AI, you know. <laughs> and so, like, you know, you 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 present it with any idea, and it just gives you some feedback and asks you what you do next. And you can just I I, I literally told it I turn into a dragon and fly up into the sky, and it's just like, it's okay. like all right, yeah, <laughs> it it just rolls with it. It's just like okay, yeah, your leathery wings flap, and you you know billow uh, fire in your lungs, and and you look down upon the townspeople, <laughs> and I'm just like all right, you know, fuck yeah. Yeah, it has no pushback. It's hilarious. <laughs> It'd be fun if you could, like, multiplayer that. There's one... I forget what AI I was ran it through, but I had a monster, and I was like, write me a short adventure uh, with, like, surrounding this specific monster, a Pathfinder adventure. And it totally did. It, like, gave all, all the different encounters and the backstory and all the NPCs and, like, stat blocks for the creatures and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty like, neat. I've asked it for a stat block before. I've asked ChatGPT for a stat block. And, and you know, you just tell it, give me a stat block for this and, you know, uh, a, you know whatever. A fighter 1, Rogue 2, uh, using Pathfinder 1 rules. And it's just like happily, and it boom, it gives you this stat block. You can give it, a, you know, race preferences or whatever. It's crazy. Episode 34. We'll just insert the title in post. Yeah. Just preparing to actually take notes because I've gotten very bad at that. Ooh. My, my notes for the last episode were this dog is kind of nuts. Thugs show up, but they are easier to talk to. Stormac goes down. On the thugs. <laughs> oh. Quick distraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everybody. What'd you say? This was episode 34? Is that what I said? Yep. Season 2. Wake of Whispers. We're getting pretty close to uh, outdoing the episode count on season one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen, from the looks of it. Not there's anything wrong with that. Or necessarily anything right with that. <laughs> Counter-argument. Oh, yeah, I was not arguing either way. <laughs> Me neither. I'm arguing less than you are. <laughs> No, I'm arguing less. Okay. Oh, wait, shit. <laughs> I think if we wouldn't have included all that travel, that. we probably would have been right about the same. 
we hadn't included all that travel, we'd still be in Ravengrow. (laughs) (laughs) Be ruling that town by now. Yeah, what if we just stayed there and did like a Kingmaker-style campaign from Ravengrow? King Flora has a wonderful ring to it. (laughs) Can we convert the, uh, whatever that ladder we had to climb up the top of the prison can be Sid's wizard tower? Yes. Every wizard needs a tower. Yeah, Mm -hmm. obviously. We'll get you a tower, buddy. Thank you. (laughs) Endgame shit, though. No, it's a flying tower. If it's a flying tower, you think you can get it earlier? Well, then it doesn't have to, you know, be like where I settle down. It can just be, just come with us. Oh, for sure. You heard it here, folks. For sure. (laughs) Pretty sure a flying tower is just the wizard equivalent of saying fuck it and living in an RV. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sidriel's moving tower. It's really popular these days with youth. Yeah, yep. those tower life TikToks. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Utes. The heck is a Ute? <laughs> I think it's legally required if you have a courtroom scene. You have to quote my cousin Vinny at least once. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys did pretty good in that last day of the trial, considering how little physical evidence you had to present. Thanks for defending that point for us, Sir John. Afterwards, you went to investigate the site of the third and final crime, which was a arguably much simpler endeavor than the first two. Says you. <laughs> As it was just a burnt-down husk of an asylum, you luckily were warned about the presence of ghasts in the area, uh, so you came prepared with fancy scarves to help combat their stank. Uh, You dealt with them swiftly, got a bag full of heads. As you do. That's always nice. You also found a strong box with some mostly runed paperwork of some kind. What was that word? Uh, Rune? That's runed. Runed? I wasn't going to say anything. Like dwarven runes? No, like (laughs) like ruined, but runed? Yeah, yeah. Did a halfling run off with it? (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say it reminds me of rant or runt. Well, after coming back with your bag of heads and your lockbox of unreadable papers, you then decided to go investigate Fort Stag and Grind's Kimmick Works, where Ezekiel Kane had been kidnapped to, where several pieces of evidence had led to that you'd found at some of the crime scenes. Went straight there and got in a fight with the guard dog after Flora bashed the door in. You gave me no other option. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> and a few rounds in fighting that guard dog. Dog is a loose term. Some strange looking figures came out to join the fight. They seem to be workers of some kind and they all have strange features. Partial dog faces or partial limbs of other animals. I think somebody did pass a knowledge check to find that they are mongrel men. Generally, hardworking, peaceful creatures, but they mostly live deep underground and uh, away from civilization. 
why don't we just hop right back in to this combat here. I'll put you guys on the map. You had mid-fight been trying to talk these guys into quitting their job and like leaving here. And I think you even mentioned the Crooked Kin. Mm -hmm. Well, when they were like, you know, trust me, we tried. Nobody wants to hire a dog man. And you're like, hey, we know some guys. They already got some dog boys. You need some company. All right. I think you guys were all kind of working together to talk at them about that stuff. Do you want to do like a diplomacy roll for me and uh, pick somebody to roll and then other people can aid if they like? I'll aid. Uh, You're going to want think, me. Yeah, Zeke and Stormac were leading the conversational front. You don't want me to roll that. Is this retroactive <laughs> to prior to being knocked yes. unconscious? Oh, it is? <laughs> yes, uh, Stormac, you can roll as well. I'll aid then. Zeke's the man to do the real roll. Because, yeah, you guys spent a few rounds trying to talk them into that. Yeah, Stormac aids. Flora does not. Ew. Sid rolls a 12 on the die for an 8. Oh, shit. You have a minus four? Uh, I have a minus two for my charisma and another minus two because I'm anxious. Oh. Oh, it's a, a flaw, so you can get another trait? Yeah. So, yeah, I have minus two on all my diplomacy checks, and I'm always assumed to be speaking at a whisper, unless otherwise stated. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, that, that tracks. You've Pretty much just the it. way I've been playing Sid the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why your audio is so hard to edit. Yeah. Stormac wound up rolling a 16 for a 15, which is more than enough to aid. All right. One aid. It's pretty good. Yep. Yep, yep. Unless Daisy can roll. She has a dog face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's not relevant in this situation. Fine. It's more relevant than it's ever been. <laughs> she's Well, she's not being cute right now. She's being... She just killed one of their friends. That's... Well, well you kill, said he wasn't dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's not dead. She's physically but standing on him. Standing on top of him, yes. <laughs> As he bleeds out. I yeah. tried. I know. Thank you. Well, all right. That's a that's a plus 11 to this roll and an extra d6 for free because I have expanded inspiration. You want to see this shit? Here we go. Oh, that's a fucking 16 on the on the die, plus one from the d6, plus 11 is 28. So, Snub here at the bottom of round seven sees the dog creature take down Stormac, sees Daisy take down his buddy Foot. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, Foot, no! Uh, look, um, you, are you sure that, that they take, take us in? Absolutely. Look, uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to die here today. Uh, they don't pay us barely anything. Just let me, let me pull my buddy out of here, and, uh, and we'll get out of here. Tell us where to find him. It's a big uh, purple and black wagon uh, just north of here. You'll find it. As I'm like trying to not die. He drops his club, and with his hands up, cautiously moves past Gary and over towards Foot. He's like, uh, if, you, if you get off of him and let it, let us take him out of here, we'll, we'll, we'll just leave you alone. At the top of round eight is Stormac. Stormac um, rolled a stabilize, I guess. That's a constitution check. Correct. So 
17. So Stormax stabilizes, is still unconscious. Foot rolls to stabilize. He also rolls a 17. Gary moves over to grab uh, one of Foot's feet as well. <laughs> and uh, they are kind of just uh, waiting for you to get off of him. So they can grab him and drag him out. They look really nervous. Ezekiel Kane is up next. I've been thinking about this all week, and I honestly don't know what to do. Um, only got like 12 hit points. I know if that dog turns after me, minimum damage is like 11, so I'm going down. My constitution's pretty low. I mean, can there's you? a very, very real chance that I could die right here. I think that the best situation for me is... Don't you... Do you still have the wand? Yeah, maybe hit myself with a wand? Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think he had it out because he already hit Stormac with it, but he rolled eight plus one, so that's nice. That's nine hit points. That'll do him a serious amount of good. Yeah, I think that's what he has to do, or else he's going to go down. You could throw a five foot in there if you want. I'm not sure I do. I kind of want to keep a little bit of distance here. I think that's what I want to do. Uh, think, I think that's right. All right. Solid. Bringing you up to 21 out of 40. Not bad. Up next is Flora. I recall rolling a heel check last time to see what the dog looked like and succeeding it, but I don't remember what you said. Um, he is bloodied. Below half. Okay. It has taken us this long to get here. Okay, so I'm going to do something stupid that I've been thinking about doing that I don't expect to work, but I'm going to do it anyway, just because I want to. Um, so Flora's going to, or she's going to go Daisy to take a five-foot step up and to the right and stand over the stabilized body of Stormac, the way she did when Flora went down to the zombies to protect her. Um, and as she does that, Flora would like to make a leap onto the dog. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you, you're riding Daisy, and uh, you want to jump off of Daisy mm-hmm. and on to the dog. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I feel like the easiest way to do that might be a grapple check. Okay. I'm, Not like an acrobatics to jump over there? I mean, like, the, the jump over would be fairly easy, I feel, but, like, getting on him and being able to be on him without him stopping you would be the difficult part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. I don't think there's a combat maneuver for this exactly. Probably not. I was thinking, like, I don't know if handle animal is right, but ride is a little bit closer, but I don't know if I would grapple. But anyway, I'll do whatever you want. What you think well, makes finish more it, finish sense. Well, finish out your plan. You, you had this plan. So, I do have finish this plan. Out. So, imagine if you will. Mm-hmm. If you will. <laughs> The Lord of the Rings. 
the scene where they get um, sort of attacked by warg that are being ridden by orcs or whatever, and Aragorn, Aragorn gets kind of on one, and then he goes over the cliff with it. Mm. I'm kind of thinking like writing this guy off, not like writing it completely direct the way she does Daisy, but like sort of yanking it around by its big ugly mane to sort of direct it towards a cliff and then jump off at the last second. Well, that's why I was asking you about the river. Well, the difference here is that he's not like actively running for one. He's backed up into no. a corner surrounded by enemies. Give me a grapple check to hold on to it. Okay. So I feel like ride is more for willing creatures. Okay. I think you're right. I think it would be grapple because it's going to try to fucking bite you as you jump over and then you got to hold on. It's more like riding a bull, but you're not really riding the bull. You're grappling the bull. And I, I think it would provoke as well. Yeah, it's like a grapple check this round and a ride check next round. I'm trying to think, like, how would you play it Like if you were trying to, like, break a wild horse? Yeah. It's not an animal, either. You found out that it is a construct, uh, which likely has, like, instructions. Right. 18. It's not too bad, Meg. CMD is 23. Ooh, God. Oh, wow. It's, it's about five short, Meg. It's, it's four-legged. I was hoping to miss on a grapple check, but that's fine. Like, I was hoping not to have to do grapple, just for the sake of having leapt on its back, but that's okay. That's why I put Daisy where she is, so she can negate the danger. So Daisy steps on Stormac, pushing his face deeper into the mud. (laughs) (laughs) And um, you jump off straight at this abomination. It takes an attack on you. Sure. Um, that's a 19. That's what I get for trying to do something different. Whatever, I'll just hit things with my lance forever. I wanted uh, it to work. I did too. Uh, yeah, that hits. A 19 hits? Okay. For the record, everyone wanted it to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, you gotta roll better. Uh, 18? Yeah, I guess that was on 11. on the die. No, I've rolled an 11. I have a plus 7. Oh, That's what you're seeing. Excuse me. <laughs> so you would have had to roll a 16 or higher. I think that's pretty reasonable. Fair. Yeah. 25% chance of succeeding. Yeah, well, she looked like a hero while she did it. As you are flying at this thing, it bites you for 13 damage. Okay. And tries to throw you onto the ground next to it. Um, Give me a reflex save to land on your feet. 20. All right. So you land on your feet right here to the east of it. It's clutch. And it is very angry. Good. (laughs) And unless you have anything else, Flora, it is its turn. I think Daisy might have a bite in her. Yeah. Uh, 16 to hit. A 16 is going to miss, unfortunately. Okay. It is snarling, dripping slime from its maw, and it attempts to bite Flora again. For a 21. Yes. Dealing 
18 damage. Youch, that went south real fast. And it's going to just stay where it is, I think, actually. It's kind of backed into a corner, just trying to do its job. Oh, boy. Sidriel is up next. Okay. Uh, Sid's going to get out of the way of these guys so they can try to move in here. And I guess we'll try to shoot the old, uh, who's the what's it? Here we go. That is a 21 to hit. That hits? For no damage. Uh. No damage? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, no damage. There's four plus one, but he has DR5. Uh, yes. Alright, I see. Uh, and that's it for Sid. I don't think there's really anything he can do other than occasionally try to get some extra damage through. Oh, because it's immune to magic. Uh, well, and Sid's pretty much out of spells. We came straight here after the ghoul fight, and oh, Sid yeah. kind of had to fight that by himself. You guys were all taking naps. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> Laura's got, like, a, a hero vibe today for some reason, and she keeps fucking herself over. It was a valiant effort. She's like, I'll save you! Zeke got some good healing last round, but otherwise last round was a total bust. <laughs> um, we got another round. Let's let's uh, do something better this time. Uh, Stormak yeah. snores in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to jump on it again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the dog face laborers begin to drag foot out of the courtyard. They disappear around the corner. And at the top of round eight, uh, Zeke Kane would be up next. All right. Situation critical here. We need something <laughs> big. What we need, we need a, we need, we need a crit or something here. I need to roll good. Um, Ezekiel Kane, a little bit of healing, a little bit scared. He could bring Stormac up right now, but I feel like that would be even more of a death sentence. I don't know. Um, I hate to meta this situation out, but uh, is that a bad idea? Is that a good idea? I don't really know. Write in and tell us. <laughs> I'll be here all month. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait. It's it's looking pretty dire. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Stormac? Bringing you up? I mean, we. I just don't have a lot of damage dealing capability. I can do a little bit, but we'll see. That whole thing about being in a worse condition by being brought back up to consciousness while you're in the middle of a fight, I think that is a big myth. I mean, yeah, it's probably relevant sometimes, but not all the time. If you're if you're in a battle, uh, is it better to be unconscious or conscious? Come on. No, and I, and I 100% agree with you. Flora's like, distraction, bam, here you go, puff of smoke got the guy's attention maybe this is the time to bring you up and so I think that's what I'm gonna do yeah do it I'm gonna wand touch your leg and see if this'll get you up enough um d8 plus one here we go let's roll fucking heavy that is a six plus one for seven there we go and I believe that you would regain consciousness. There we go. What is a reposition action? 
would I be able to drag him five feet to the southeast? Yeah, I feel like it would be a, a standard at least. At least so he could move. I think Stormak wakes up. He immediately assesses the situation and says, uh, Oh, okay. And, and, and like kind of gestures for you to do something else. Like, uh, like, uh, like he's good. Like, don't mess with him now. Don't try to drag him away or anything. Well, I was just trying to move you away. And he's got a huge dog on top of him. Yeah, that I hear was you, but <laughs> I, I, I hear you. Okay, uh, Zeke, Zeke probably doesn't know Stormac well enough to know that Stormac likes attacks of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Um. Okay. Well, I did that. Uh, okay. I think I'm just gonna hang right where I'm at. I think I did what I'm doing to the best of my ability. All right. At that moment, the large 10-foot-wide doors, 30 feet above you, slide open, and you see a man, a man standing in a black coat and pants and a black top hat. Come to cause a little bit of trouble, have we? Fancy dude. Hardly appropriate behavior for a constable. He looks at Zeke, and uh, he's holding something in his hand, some kind of bottle or something? It's hard to tell from this farm. Guy suggests you leave immediately. Do we get a chance to respond? Yeah, you can respond. Holding constructs within the bounds of city limits is against code 12345. (laughs) (laughs) Very convincing. (laughs) (laughs) Does Zeke recognize this guy? The guy recognizes him? Uh, Zeke would not recognize him. And it's Flora's turn. Flora is uh, tunnel visioned on the dog at the moment. Daisy is going to bite it. 20 to hit. A 20 is going to hit. For 11 damage. Nice. And then Flora's going to limp back a five-foot step and lance it. 20 to hit. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, get it. For 10 damage. All right. The dog takes the lance in its side and it almost whimpers, but it's more hideous. Yeah, she's not falling forward after that bite. You're not cute. And Dog is going to attack Daisy. Ooh, I rolled right off the natural 20 onto an 8, um, which is a 21 to hit. Uh, that does hit Daisy. Oops, out of the box. It's going to be 18 damage. Daisy, as it, looking really out of shape in the corner here, is just, oops, just biting for its life. And Sidriel is up next. Sidriel is going to take a little five-foot step to this corner over here. Uh, Move action to pull out a wand, and he is going to wand himself. 
Hmm, so a little mage armor action? Uh, no, it is in fact a gravity bow. Ooh, nice. I guess it is also waiting to see how this plays out. And from down here at this angle, he might be able to actually shoot this guy in the face with a very strong bow if he needs to. Well, he sees people fighting. You're casting spells on yourself. Doesn't look like you guys are going to retreat. As far as he knows, I'm just casting cure wounds on myself to walk yeah, away. I'm heading toward the door. Maybe he's casting some sort of speed. Did he make a spellcraft check? Does he know faster. what I'm casting? <laughs> All right, he'll do a spellcraft check. That's fair. That is that's pretty high. I think he's going to recognize what spell that is. Way to get him, Wes. We know that the guy's a spellcaster. <laughs> or at least we know he has ranks in spellcraft. Right, right. Yeah, to be a spellcaster to do that. Well, he's got that object in his hand, and he's kind of like tossing it up and down his, at his hand. He throws it down at, let's say, Zeke. <laughs> That's going to be a 21 versus touch on Zeke. Oh, yeah. For for sure. As he throws this alchemical item at Zeke, and it explodes. An explosion of acid. Fun. So, range touch attack. You're going to take the real damage, and I believe everyone within five feet of you takes... Automatic splash damage, reflex for half. So you're gonna take 11 acid damage, Zeke. Oh. And right, Sidriel, Daisy, and Stormac do reflex saves for half of the splash, which would be five damage total. So 11 for reflex. 11. Normally I'd just go ahead and take that, but since I have three hit points. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to petition to argue that I'm underneath Daisy, and so any splashing uh, is hmm. just Daisy, not me. Sorry, Daisy. That's all right. What do you think, John? I'll allow it. Daisy's a big dog. Very big dog. And her intent is to protect Stormac. She is about to pass out on you, though, so you might want to get out of there. <laughs> so, Daisy and Sidriel both take five splash damage. But, top of round ten, Stormac, you're just guarded by a splash of acid by Daisy, valiantly protecting you. Yeah. What a way to wake up. Well, Stormac is going to delay until Daisy gets off of him. Flora's turn is before the monster dog, so... Um, Stormax just getting ready to get up um, and and he says Thank, thanks Daisy and he's like getting up and it's you know ideal for Daisy to move and I'll delay as, as she's melting <laughs> on one side <laughs> <laughs> she's conscious steaming so that's like, all that that's oh, all shit. that matters just like Stormax she is badly burned Stormac's got three hit points, and he's pretty badly hurt, too. He's down 50. Yeah. No one's looking their best right now. All right, so Stormac delays. Zeke is up next. Ooh. Wasn't expecting a little acid damage to the face, but that's what we do, because we're heroes. 
Well, I'm going to go for broke. I am going to five foot step up after getting hit and looking up at the guy. Because I'm sure he like, the guy talked to him and then he threw a thing and he was looking up at him and he just like caught him in the forearm, exploded all over him, just melting away most of his, um, you know, town guard garb as it's just steaming from acid burns, which smell terrible if you've never smelled them before. But now he's topless and like... <laughs> Giggles from <laughs> Muscles gleaming. Yeah, he pecks it definitely w- it wouldn't <laughs> pecks pecks through his uh, mithril chain shirt. He just looks a little slicker, you know, still looking good. Even better. Uh, <laughs> you know. Alright, keep it in your pants, Meg. <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna five foot step up, and I am going to try to stab this dog. Alright. Constructs are illegal, and hitting a constable with acid is even more illegal. <laughs> uh, here I go. Um, that'll be a 20 to hit. 10 on the die for a 20 to hit. That'll do. 1d6 plus 4. Let's hope this works. That's... 1d6 plus 4 is um, 8 damage. I thought I had more than that, but I think that's it. Alright. You get a solid hit on this thing. It is not looking good. It is barely standing, but it is still standing. And it's Flora's turn. Okay. Daisy's going to take the hit. Can I... if I If I move Daisy north, can I lance past her? I can do that, right? Uh, yes. Or should I lance first and then move it? Okay. I would so, say it would probably have a little cover, uh, cause Daisy's bigger than you. Okay, no. Then I'm gonna lance first. Okay. 28 to hit. For Do 11 it. damage. With her Get lance. Get it! Would you like to describe that kill? Oh. My god. Yeah, she's fucking furious. She Woo-woo. took too many bites to the shoulder. She's just like, and she's going to like sort of flavor charge forward with her lance and like pin it to the wall behind her, behind it. Nice. Nice. (laughs) It gurgles and spits out some weird liquid and falls limp. She's like holding it there and like, (sighs) because she's really hurting and Daisy's licking her the side of her face, but she doesn't want to let it go. And she gets off Sormac. (laughs) Stormak hops up on his feet, grabs that dog by its head, the abomination, and just snaps its neck to just be sure. Oh, I thought Ooh. you were going to throw it at the guy. I was like, yeah! Boulders <laughs> gate this shit. That's, that's a medium-sized creature. <laughs> I don't think I can do that. <laughs> hit one asshole with the other asshole. I'll hit you with your own pimp. <laughs> All right, um... Is that all from Flora then, yeah? Uh, so we're out of combat. We leave. We go home and rest. Yeah, we just walk away. <laughs> Chucking bombs at us. Job uh, done. You're not quite out of combat. Um, Thank you for complying with code one, two, three, four. We will five. now vacate. There's a five in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's written, I swear. There's a lot of codes in this town. 
What kind of code an idiot would have on his luggage? <laughs> um, Sidriel. Sid's gonna five foot step back to get a good clear line of sight on this guy. You got it. And he's gonna dump two arrows into him. Get him. Fuck that guy. We're not gonna talk to him, we're just dumping. Yeah, just fucking kill him. Or shot. Yep. Well, I mean, just soften him up a little bit, you know, make him he more willing to it. talk. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. A 15's gonna miss. Bah. 18? An 18 is also going to miss. What? Oh, he's a goddamn alchemist. And that was a full round, yeah? Action. Mm-hmm. So it is his turn. Standing up there, he just kind of moves to the side calmly and avoids your arrows as they come up and, like, blast into the wall behind him. And he looks down at the, the dead guard dog and he's like, do you have any idea how much that thing cost me? You're not gonna like it if you stay here. I suggest you just leave me alone and mind your own business. And he? You're in my town. You assaulted my deputies. You broke my laws. We got questions for you. He's like, come back with a warrant. And he throws another acid bomb. Told you we should've got a warrant. <laughs> um, I hate to say it, looking at Stormax's uh, <laughs> hit points, but he's the most strategic target for this splash weapon. Uh, it's a good thing Stormax usually has insane touch AC, though. Let's see what we got. It's going to be a 22 to hit. Man! Alright, that hits. Here comes the damage. If it was Splash, then my evasion would come into play. This is bad. Oh, yeah. This is real bad, guys. But, that's gonna be 10 acid damage on Stormac. Yeah, that's when I try running, I can throw up a smokescreen. 10 acid damage on Stormac, and then reflex saves from Zeke, Daisy, and Flora. We gotta get Stormac out of the dirt first now. Yep, once oh. again. 21 reflex. Um, that is a 20 for Daisy and a 21 for Flora. Alright. Those are all gonna pass. He throws the bomb and then he reaches out and pulls the doors shut in front of him. Oh. End combat. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, um... There are no other threats around you. Uh, Wait, what was, sorry, what was the half damage for the splash? Yeah, so it's five total, so the half damage for everyone would be two. Okay, sorry. thank you. Give me perception checks. I will say Zeke, D Daisy, and Flora. That's a 16 for Flora. And... Oh, jeez, a, a natural 20 for a 26 for Daisy, unless there's also scent involved. Then it's like a 30. All right. Um, 19 plus 5 is 24 for Ezekiel Kid. All right, so Daisy, massively wounded, starts growling and sort of looks at the door to your north 
and you both hear heavy footsteps from behind it. Stormax, stabilize? Sure. Let's see here. Yeah, natural 20 for a 22. All right, you're good to go. And Ezekiel Kane is up next. Oof. Um, since the wand is still in his hand, uh, his good buddy Stormak just took a massive acid bomb to the face. I think I'm going to wand. I'm going to wand him and bring him up. Because standing is better than not right. standing. Right, buddy? Right, but if you don't do eight points of healing, then I'm still unconscious and Oof. we're still here. Yep, but I don't really have a choice. Unless, do you think that your bandolier, when I see you go down, if I can see the potions on your bandolier? Do I think you can see the potions? Yeah. Would I... I'm pretty sure, being <laughs> having a high craft alchemy, I could look at them, grab a... Don't you have a um, cure mod on there? Cure moderate wounds? Yeah. We'll tell um, you right now. Be a move action to grab it off of them, and then to administer a potion to someone else is a full round action. Wouldn't that be better than me trying to... It would be the same thing as me hitting you with a wand ten fucking times. <laughs> you could hit him with a wand now and grab a potion to give him next round. There's a new enemy coming behind that door. So Sid plans on magically barring that door. Huh? Well, I'm unconscious, so you guys, please make your own decisions. <laughs> All right, we, Sid has some some. So I didn't have any spells for that fight, but I have some utility to save us in case of emergency. Locking doors, throwing up smoke screens, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like now would be the time. Right, so maybe they were like, we got company, and you're like, I got it. Yeah, yeah, if they, if they said anything about the doors, I'm like, so it's like yeah, I, I'll get that, get them out of here. Get them out of here? We planning on running? Or get get us out of here, get get us out, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not ready for another fight. All right, fair enough. I don't know what's on the other side of that door. If it's more constructs, we're fucked. All right. Um, so if Sid says that, he will grab a potion and be ready to administer it here in one second. In six seconds. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think he would mind. Uh, they're his potions. He, he's probably going to use them on himself anyway. You still got the standard when I hit him with a wand, too. Uh, he's already stabilized. Okay, I hit him with a wand, but it's only three. I already rolled that one. Rolling d8 is a, a two on the die, plus one for three, which brings him to, what, four under? Negative four. Yeah, well, now the cure mod guarantees to get him up. That is my plan, John. Thank you for letting me talk through that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Flora is up next. She's going to see that Zeke is fussing over Stormak and climb on Daisy while also fishing a potion out of her own bag, which I assume takes up her whole turn. She probably can't then uncork it and drink it. But she's going to have it ready for her next turn. Can Daisy move? I, she could, but I'm not sure I want to leave you... I mean, I'm not in any shape to defend anybody. Okay, so Daisy's going to walk over here and just be ready to go with you when you guys are ready. The end. 
<laughs> All right. John's pretending to move stuff within the fog of war to scare us, but he's just, he's just twiddling his thumbs over there. I love, I love that. Pretty sure it's not true, but I really enjoy that perspective. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to move that here and move that there and blah, blah, blah. We're like, oh, shit, we got a bail. There's really nothing there. Moving around a couple <laughs> of paper bags and pieces of trash on the other side of the door. <laughs> All right. Uh, at that moment, the door to the north. Said doesn't get his turn. How rude. All right, so you, you go first. Cool. Then Sid is going to take a move action to reach into his handy haversack and pull out a scroll of hold portal. Oh, fat. And he is going to cast that scroll of hold portal. Nice. Did you write that or buy it? Uh, that looks like it was a purchase scroll. It's in someone else's handwriting is what he's saying. <laughs> All right. And uh, do you need to do anything to cast it? Oh, uh, it is that? on my spell list, so I'm good to go. I stay—I mean, I spent a standard action. You're like a high enough level for it and everything. Yeah, it's a level one spell. Really? Cool. Yeah, level one sorcerer wizard spell. Nice. Has range of a hundred feet plus ten feet per level. Target one portal up to twenty square feet per level. Duration one minute per level. Do so you know how to read? On that door, I do. Okay. <laughs> so I cast it on that door to the north. Hey, uh, that is going to magically hold shut that door. Um, the magic affects the portal just as if it were securely closed and normally locked. A knock spell or a successful dispel magic spell can negate the hold portal spell, and you add five to the normal DC for forcing open the door. Nice. Tricky so it is clutch. magically locked for a minute. Delicious. <laughs> so Sid pulls out that scroll and reads it, casts it on the door, and just, like, not even a second later, you see it, like, trying to open, and you hear banging on it. Uh, guys, we, we probably should go. We got about, uh, about 55 more seconds, or 54 more seconds before they get out of there. Said, <laughs> uh, takes his last five-foot step away from, like, outside the gate. Alright. Sid steps out in the streets of Leopardstad. Stormak is unconscious. Zeke. Um, Zeke uncorks and provides the potion to Stormak's mouth. <laughs> Applies? Such a provider. I don't know. D did I say that wrong? I wasn't trying to be insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's, that's fine. That's good. <laughs> you got that roll prepared? Sure. Uh, 2d8 plus 3, right? Right. For cure mod, yeah. Okay, not the greatest roll in the world, but 10. 10 total. All right. All right. Zeke kneels down and administers potion to the unconscious Stormak, and his eyes open. If you want to open your eyes, don't let me play your character. Yeah, he uh, opens his eyes and shakes his head and just uh, kind of rolls his eyes to, to look and to see where he's at. He shakes his head to clear it. Waking up in the same place twice, moments later. 
<laughs> that has to got you good, buddy. We gotta get out of here. Let's go. Let's go. Flora? I'm right behind you, Flora. Oh, okay. And and she heads out. Right on. Um, at this point, if you guys are running, I've and that door is locked shut with a spell, I feel like we can leave initiative and you can book it. Yeah, we'll be long gone by the time they come out of there. And the party flees. Borkstag and grinds Kimmick works. Victoriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really bravely. Well, we could probably go talk to those mongrel men and see what they know if they made it to the crooked kin. Yeah, it's a good idea. Might know Shit, they're only other like, ways in or safer ways I mean, in. They're only 18 seconds ahead of us. We're probably going to see them on the same route. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch them. They're dragging a body. Are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, he gave me the potion, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, they wouldn't be too far ahead of you, and they're moving slower. Man, I really wanted to Lord of the Rings that dog. Whatever. It's fine. It was a cool idea. We know you did. I, I wanted it too, but I had to make you roll dice for it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Someday I'll be as cool as I imagine. You are cool. The problem is, when you are that cool... The enemies are going to be so much cooler. Yeah. Maybe not cooler. Yeah, maybe not cooler than you, but cooler than they were until you got that cool. So, that, you know, we got to even it out. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> is uh, that your plan to head towards the Crooked Kin and try and find those dog-faced dudes? Yeah, we're going to try to catch them and, like, offer help and talk I mean, on the way, chit-chat. Hey, new buddies. We might as well do that and heal up as much as we can. I mean, I'm pretty much dead. Oh, yeah, I had a potion in my hand that I'm going to drink. Yeah, well, uh, before long, a few blocks away, maybe maybe not even that far. You see them in the street. Uh, it's dark out. Uh, at this point, it's like 8 o'clock, I think, uh, 7.45. And... Oh, my God, I just rolled two natural ones on that potion. Oof. That's a five total. You see Snub and Gary dragging foot. Or at this point, they probably have them, like, like standing up between them, Weekend at Bernie style. That's the official terminology. It is, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they look like they're trying to stay in the shadows and uh, stay out of sight. What do you do? Drop two arrows at him. Meg, those five hit points cost 300 gold. Amazing. Thank you for telling me that. I needed to know it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that brought you some joy. No. <laughs> uh, no. Good. Well, it cost me 300 gold. Does that bring you any joy? Only because you pointed it out. <laughs> <laughs> well... Stormax like, I could drink all of these Cure Light wounds, but instead I think I'll go visit our new friend here at the Temple of Torag. Yeah, probably a wise choice. 
Are we going to talk to these guys, or are we just going to pass them and be like, we'll see you tomorrow? I'm trailing a, a river of blood behind us here, Flora. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty easy to find us mm-hmm. if we keep letting him bleed all over the road. You should at least let him heal up. Here, Stormak, drink a couple of them potions and let me hit you a little bit with this wand, um, just so we have something in case we, you know, get a warrant as he's putting up uh, air quotes. <laughs> I mean, seems like it just would have made the whole thing a lot easier. Just saying. Sidriel, what you don't understand about justice in this city is there is no warrants. Uh, them were most definitely breaking the law. They had kidnapped me, and I had a personal vendetta against them. Um, according to... Uh, Statute 54321, um, if I have a personal <laughs> vendetta against somebody else, uh, I am able to enact my own personal justice. It's a weird Lepistadian law, I, I understand. <laughs> so, I think what I'm starting to understand about this town is that not so much there are no warrants as much as there is no justice. Oh no, there's justice. You see that man they're building? They're gonna crucify a beautiful boy. <laughs> What we're trying to do is stop it. So are we going to the temple and then we're going to hit up the Crooked Kin? Is that our plan? Well, looking at the map here, it looks like we're passing by the temple. There's no good reason to not go in there for Stormak. Well, we pass the Crooked Kin on the way to the temple. Depending on which way we went. Right, but Uh, but we went straight north from 14. You run into those guys like way before you get even close to either of those things. Are you going to talk to them or are you going to let them uh, drag their dying friend? Oh no. Well, we're absolutely going to talk to them. Yes, we talk with them. Oh, come. uh, (laughs) Hello. Hello, boys. Um, you're on the right track. Man, that that thing was crazy. Yeah, the thing is nasty. It, we've we've all been bit by it at least once. Look, is there anything you can do for Foot here? I don't know if he's gonna make it. Yeah, I'll hit him with a charge from the wand. If. If you don't mind, let me let me try something. That's nice. eight healing. Yeah, that'll bring him up. Like, <laughs> what? Where? Where? Whoa, whoa, what? What are we doing out here? What? Are, we're gonna get in trouble. Like, no, just, just, just shut up. We're we're gonna go join the circus. <laughs> he tells me. <laughs> we we got a family yes, for y'all. Come with uh, us. We can we can take you there right now. We're 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 actually headed that direction. Are, can they are they gonna be able to protect us? Yeah, the, the crooked kin are a curious uh, group of miracles and monstrosities. I'm I'm sure you'll fit right in. All right. What are you What are you worried about? Well, the, the boss man and his assistant are not good people who are they what are their names we just know them as the 
fork stag and, and, and grind is his, his little shitty assistant. They've had us basically <laughs> enslaved in that place for, for a while now. We've, we've seen him kill some of us for, for just disrespecting them. Mm. I, I, just, I just hope they don't come looking for us is all. What do they have you uh, what do they have you doing in that place? Smells just awful. We're just cooking up their good chemicals that they, they sell throughout the city. It's like bleach and, and acid and different alchemical components like that. Mo- mostly the bleach and acid. Where'd the dog come from? Master Vorkstag just he, he, he I think he purchased it or something. He he brought that in just like a earlier in the week and and set it to guard the courtyard there. What is it that it was guarding? Just just, just the whole place, the front entrance, I, I guess. Well, why did he just bring it in this week? What's new this week that wasn't there last week? Uh, but nothing that I knew of. Uh, he, he just seemed a lot more on edge recently. For any known reason? Look, I mean, he's got some shady people coming in and out of there. He does business that doesn't have to do with chemicals. I know that much, but uh, he he doesn't tell us what that's all about. He doesn't let us into most of his uh, most of the building there. Speaking of that building, do you know any other ways in? I don't know. There's only been the one entrance that uh, any of us have ever used. Uh, There's there's like a tower on the roof. Maybe you could get through there. You know, I, I, I don't mean to, to be so frank, but uh, they had captured me, and they tried to hold me there. Now, why would they do that? I mean, I honestly, I, I don't know. I, like, uh, he doesn't tell us anything of, like, the business or goings-on, or... All he does is make us work in the vats... Uh, mixing the, the chemicals, bleach and acid, and he, he just he feeds us barely, and he makes us stay in the barn where we sleep. Well, I'm I'm sorry that that happened to you. Uh, let's get you up to the Crooked Kin. Um, what uh what else have you seen in that building? It's got to be more than just uh, y'all mongrel folk. Some sometimes we see people uh come in empty-handed and go somewhere we're not allowed and then they'll come out with uh, I mean it kind of kind of looks like uh, coffins coffins you say what what would they be using coffins down there for I mean obviously you don't know but uh seems to jive with something we've been um, expecting uh, maybe you're right Citril. maybe we could go get a legal warrant for this but uh, maybe it's best we just keep it under wraps would you be willing to testify in court about what you saw I mean if if you could guarantee my safety maybe uh, I, I don't know said looks at Zeke We can guarantee your safety. The only way we're going to guarantee your safety is by taking these two down. 
But we can, once they're down, which I believe that we could, we can guarantee you safety. If I, if I testify in court against these guys, like there's no being safe unless they're dead or locked up. Well, very likely one of those things will happen. Hopefully locked up. We'll see. I'd just like to get off the street and uh, and somewhere safe right now if uh, if, if it's all the same. We're almost there. This this talk and walk has really (laughs) taken too long, but we're we're just about there. Yeah, I... It probably would have taken like uh, like 20-25 minutes to get all the way up there, maybe. Uh, But guys talk as you're walking and you get up to the crooked campsite they seem to still be awake there's some lantern light behind their circle of wagons and what was our friend's name the ringleader caleb hess hello i announce ourselves as we enter their space yeah as you're used to (laughs) the wolf child wc he comes out and is kind of barking and howling <laughs> until he sees you guys. Hello, WC. <laughs> <laughs> and he go, comes up and he starts sniffing the uh, the mongrel men. This is our friend WC. What do they look like? They're like scared at first because he runs out all like uh, aggressive, but then they kind of calm down once he. You know, drops it because he sees you guys who are friends, and then they're sniffing up on him, and they're just like, "Uh, is this okay?" Uh, <laughs> yes, everything's like, fine. Oh. Come, come, and Stormac ushers them in. Yeah, and you see, um, Poppy, Letty, and Elise, the blockheads, come up, and and they're all like, "Happy to see you!" Like, ah, oh, Stormac. <laughs> Three of them all like try to give you a hug. He dodges. I go. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, good uh, to see you. Good to see you. I'm I'm covered in acid and blood and dirt. Please, um, you don't want to touch oh, me. What happened to you? It's a long story, friends. Uh, but look, <laughs> I have I have some new friends for you here. And they go up and they all, each one of them picks a mongerman to hug, <laughs> and they look the mongerman look really kind of nervous and a little uncomfortable but give them a hug it's fine (laughs) when was the last time you had a good hug I I have no I couldn't tell you and uh, Caleb comes out of his tent after a second he's like oh look who it is oh my goodness you do not look very good what happened to y'all are you okay do you need help oh yeah we're all fucked up I think we do need help. Uh, please, come in. Sit down. Let, let me see. We can uh, get some bandages on you or some. Ooh, that is that is nasty. Well, that was there before, but... <laughs> That's a birthmark. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and who are your new friends here? Of course they can introduce themselves. Um, uh, yeah, hi, hi. Um, I'm... 
Snub. This is Foot. And uh, that, that, that's Gary. Thanks. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to meet y'all. What do I owe the pleasure of, of meeting you this evening? These men were forced to work against their will and thought they had no other options in life. We told them of you and your traveling ways and your acceptance of diversity among people. They thought that they might meet you. Oh, well, that is certainly uh, the right thing to do, if you ask me. Uh, please, come in, sit down, let me introduce you to the, the family, so to speak. He'll uh, kind of guide them deeper into the camp, and he'll, uh, he'll be like, uh, Poppy, uh, why don't you introduce them to the, to the rest of the fam? Why, talk to our good friends here. And uh, they kind of bring them off to go meet the rest of the crew, and and uh, Caleb comes back to you guys just like, uh, Now, uh, you mentioned, is, was that the only help you needed? Uh, you, you certainly look wounded. Uh, here, and he, like, digs around in a box somewhere and, like, starts pulling out first aid stuff. He's like, what, what the hell did y'all get into? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure the first aid's necessary. We're just about to hit the temple right around the corner here. Hopefully they can... Right? That's our I plan? certainly wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, he offers to, like, you know, just kind of wrap up your burns and stuff, uh, but, you, you know, not necessary. Uh, but he's curious as to what happened. Um, I think Stormak looks at the rest of the party and, and gives them, like, a conspiratorial <laughs> nod and, and says, uh, Caleb, surely you've heard about the, the trial that's going on. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Well, that's the man that I mentioned um, the other day. All the, these days have really stretched on. Um, perhaps it was only yesterday. Um, yes, his name is Tim, and he's he's quite he's quite large. Uh, he's bigger than any of us or any of the kin here. And um, oh yes, so I've heard. We aim to prove his innocence, and uh, probably it would be best to get him out of here afterwards. He would be a wonderful addition to the Crooked Kin. Ah, I see. Now, uh, I'm certainly not opposed to such notions. Uh, you know, of course, uh, perhaps I'd like to, m to meet this, uh, <laughs> this man first, but, uh, you know... Uh, uh, you know, uh, God's willing, uh, you get him out of his predicament if he is innocent. Uh, seems to be that's your school of thought. Of course, and he's like inviting everybody else to join in this conversation. But he finishes off by saying, "Of course, we wouldn't propose this otherwise." Uh, yes, well, I'm certainly open to the notion. Uh, I guess we'll have to see how things shake out, but. Uh, we will definitely be here, um, at least until the trial is over, uh, probably a few days afterwards, uh, depending on how business is, you see. How has business been? Oh, it's been fantastic. We've been making a killing out here. There's all these uh, crazed, riled up uh, people from out of town uh, just love spending money. Sidril, uh, what, what was your warning? 
Uh, there's probably going to be some people coming to look for, uh, grub, grub and <laughs> foot and Gary. <coughs> oh, it's like that, is it? There's yeah, a slight chance yeah. that you may be hiding some refugees, but, uh, it seems to me that you wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past you. Might the people that are looking for them be the ones that uh, did all this damage to to you all? To uh, y'all? No, that was mostly a dog, and it's dead now. But yeah, we took one. care of that one. <laughs> it might be it might be damage that's done to this community, and it might be damage that's done to uh, setting uh, setting Tim aflame, if you know what I mean. And uh, my hope is that we can exonerate him. But they might be looking for these people. I, I, I think that you, uh, you, you and you all and your own, uh, have a good way of hiding some folks and maybe getting them out of here without without anybody knowing is a good way to go. I see. Well, I'll do my best to keep them out of sight and perhaps get them out of town if I'm looking at the. The state of y'all, I, 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 I kind of feel like I don't want to be caught harboring them uh, red-handed if uh, these nasty fellas come looking for them. Uh, we'll protect you. The city well, guard will protect not. you. If anybody comes looking for you, you come looking for us. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do. He looks a little more nervous now, but he's he's still, like, not backing out of the deal or anything. Thank you, this is the right thing to do. You're not wrong there, Stormak. Well, why don't I get acquainted with our new friends and uh, come up with a game plan and you all look like you could use a little bit of help uh, or a little bit of rest and uh, perhaps medical attention. Yeah, that's probably a good choice. I hope y'all feeling better soon. Uh, take care of yourselves, alright? You as well. Thank you, Caleb. He immediately turns the mongrel man over to the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck this shit, jeez. But, uh, yeah. He heads back towards them and uh, bids you adieu. And what your plan is to go acquire healing at the temple we need to go acquire healing somewhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get a forwarding address for ozel yeah <laughs> you could uh send some channels in the mail well as you guys all beat up limp down the road towards the temple of torag i think that might be where we ended for the night it's not not bad Hooray, we didn't die. Yeah, we're not dead. That's that's the takeaway here. <laughs>
Sticking right in my little window of HP that I like to uh, chill out in, you know, it's like right between negative ten and ten. Like, let's just keep it si- yeah. keep it single digits, <laughs> negative or positive. Like, that's that's the place to be. Keep turning your toes. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. That hound was a nasty customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we never rested. What we got was uh, restoration from the cleric, which took care of our fatigue, but we never rested. I think uh, Sidriel rested oh. so he could do spells, but. Yeah. So it's like, here's the thing is if we rest now to get whatever 10 hit points back. It really doesn't make sense. Then we would just have to prep for trial. Show up for trial. We would show up at like... Wh- what time is it now? It's about 8 o'clock. Or, well, I guess walking over there. It's like 8.30. Okay. We'll call I mean, we might as well just heal up and fucking go back and kick in the fucking door. They're not repairing that door in an hour. Hell yeah. Exactly. It's already been broken. Well, I mean, as long as as long as spells isn't an issue and we have all of our health back, I suppose that's a possibility. It really only matters for Sid. I mean, I've still got a bow. I've still got a wand, a gravity bow. Uh, as long as yeah, nothing. As long as we don't run into any more adamantine creatures, uh, which seems like a likely possibility, then we'll be totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> 